My name is Robert Hoffman. And my name is Chris Panico. And we're back for another episode of No Nonsense Storytime. Starring us, it's a podcast where we get rid of nonsense from Storytime. Yeah. Storytime's not a place for nonsense. It's a place for learning. Storytime's not a place. It is a concept. I guess it's a, it's a time? It's, by definition, a time. Right? Yeah. I, but to be a time, like, four o'clock's a time. That's true. Story time is not... It's a movable time. It's a movable time. It's like lunchtime. Okay, well, hold on. I guess story it's an time. event. <laughs> it's an event. No, not the story time. is a movable time <laughs> where we... It's a podcast. <laughs> so we take nonsense out of time. We, we remove nonsense from time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We do an important job here. We do. This is our 25th episode. 25th. Quarter centennial. And... That's exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited about it. Um, 20, 25th is like, it is a big deal because doing a podcast, like I, we, we do one every week. Mostly. M- most weeks. And that's a, it's a long time to it's keep doing one thing, you know? Right? Almost one week shy of half a year? Yeah. It, it is a long time. It doesn't feel like it because there's so many podcasts that have like, a thousand episodes yeah i was just talking earlier about joe rogan's podcast yeah. which has over a thousand episodes um so we're not there yet but not of ad money alone you would make on a thousand yeah episodes oh my gosh crazy but yeah. um okay well we digress we today we're going to be doing a story called pete the cat i love my white shoes a a, a member of the pete the cat series by James Dean, who is the creator and illustrator. This particular story is by Eric Litwin. Chris mm-hmm. and I have taken it in pieces to, to come up with facts about these two people. Yeah. Um, Chris, you want to go first? I've talked yeah. enough. Yeah, we decided instead of competing, we would work together. Um, Eric Litwin is, as I just described... Bobby, the the real life version of Johnny Karate from the popular TV show Parks and Recreation. If anyone knows what or who that is, his job is he plays music for kids and writes books and sings songs to them. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing to do. Now, some some stats about okay. Mr. Litwin or Mr. Eric, as he's also known professionally. Okay, Mr. Eric, sure. Um. He is number one New York Times bestseller. Well, okay. his books are number one <laughs> bestseller. He himself is not a book. He's a best-selling author. Best-selling. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, Pete the Cat is one of his really big ones. And as and The Nuts and Groovy Joe, which I've never read that before. No, I've sure also never heard of that before. But, you know, that's okay. He sold over 13 million copies. And has won 26 literacy awards. And his books have been translated into 17 different languages. It's crazy. Additionally, he owns a polka-dotted blazer. Wow. You can see a picture of it on his website. Looks awesome. Really really bury the lead there. Yeah. That's the big facts. Why'd you hold on to that one? Um... I don't know. I'm not very strategic in the way I talk. I just read from the top down. All right, my turn. 
All right. Tell us about Mr. James Dean, James the Dean. illustrator. The illustrator. Um, he is an illustrator. <laughs> That's about it. Just kidding. Uh, so think about James Dean. He he grew up, and he wanted to be a professional musician. That was his first thing. So that's cool. Then he gave up on his dream, like we all do at some point. Right. Good call. Good call. (laughs) And decided to become an electrical engineer, which he did. And then he was an electrical engineer. Oh, cool. But while he was in college, he took a, a drawing class, and he was just really into art. And after working as an electrical engineer for a little while, he's like, I, it just he got burnt out, and he's like, I want to be an illustrator. I'm gonna quit my job, become a full time artist, and that's what he did. And um, it was like two years after that when he was I don't know how well he was doing, but just for the sake of the power of the story, he was not doing very well. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, here. I mean, I heard. I heard tough things. Yeah, if you know if you know otherwise, please send us an email to correct us. <laughs> um, but then he adopted a cat, like a real life cat, which he named Pete. Oh my gosh, is that where Pete the cat comes yep. from? And then he was just inspired by this cat that he loved to come up with this character, Pete the cat. That's and uh, awesome. yeah, that's where it came from. That's so awesome. I actually have thought about that kind of thing before. Um, I'm not an illustrator, and I can't draw anything. But I'd always thought it would be cool to make like a comic book, like a not or like a like a web comic, like Uh with my old dog in it. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, I don't have those skills. But I think it's cool that he had a dream, gave up on it, (laughs) and then got a new settled, (laughs) and then got a new dream. (laughs) It kind of makes it easier. I can't wait to find my new dream. Same. Since giving up on my old dream, I've really it? been looking uh, looking down at the world. What's your old dream, Bobby? So that makes it look like I feel, it sound like I feel like I'm better than the world. Looking down while I'm in the world. Just looking down a lot at my feet. Mm-hmm. At my white shoes. Your white shoes? Yeah. Alright, should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Alright. If people want to know what my old dream was, they can listen to our 50th episode where I will go into huge detail about it. Yeah. I like that optimism. Thank you. Another 25 Another coming 25. up next. All right. So Pete the Cat is a pretty simple story. Specifically, Pete the Cat, I love my white shoes. There's a cat named Pete. He has white shoes. He loves them. He sings about them. He walks down the street, and he steps in different things that make his shoes change colors. But he keeps going along anyway, and he's not upset by it. And that, that's the book. Yeah. It's easy. And the, it's sort of the twist ending is that he steps in some water, all the colors come off, and he has the white shoes again. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's the same as the, and then they're wet. And that's, yeah. Of all the things that happened to him, I would be most upset by my shoes becoming wet. I agree, but I think they become wet every time. Right, that's the I, thing I, I don't understand true. about. We'll get into the nonsense, though. Yeah. One thing I do want to say before we start, Pete the Cat. Here's here's my take on Pete the Cat. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stories we've been doing are sort of like, if you were to ask the layman, the average Joe, what are the, you know, what are the big kids' books? They'd say the stories we've been doing. Yes. They'd, they'd name off, the, they'd rattle off those stories. The thing about Pete the Cat, 
This is what this is like. If you ask the kids what the big stories are, they tell you Pete the Cat. Pete the Cat. Pete the Cat's a Every celebrity. Day. Oh my gosh. He's, am, he's a powerhouse. I'm definitely tired of reading Pete the Cat. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We should invest in more Pete the Cat books so it's a little more interesting. We should. I do like this one, though. Yeah, I mean, that one and then Llama Llama books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, and if you're listening to this and you're wondering, why are they doing this Pete the Cat book and not, you know, the first Pete the Cat book? Because we read this story every day. Yeah, we know it super well. We know it very well. <laughs> we know it so well, it's never even occurred to us to do it. Yeah. It's not, because it's not a children's story to us. It's just part of life. Yeah. <laughs> it's a daily ritual. It's like breakfast. It's breakfast. Feed the cat. Maybe more the... consistent than breakfast. <laughs> um, so the moral, Bobby, what is the moral of the cat? The moral of the, of the cat. The moral of the story is no matter what you step in, keep walking along and singing a song because it's all good. Excellent. I don't know how you came up with that. Me neither. Very eloquent. Thank you. Very beautiful. Um, I'll expand for those listening. That is the moral that they just gave at the end of the story. Yep. I I recited it word for word. Yeah. We're on easy mode today. We're on easy mode. Uh, but I'll I'll tell you. Let me add to it. Go ahead. Um, or expand on it a little bit. Um. So. I think the moral is sometimes things will go wrong. And you just you gotta keep moving. Sure, but a little additional moral is sometimes things will go wrong in a way you didn't even know that things could go wrong, you know? Because at the end, it it sort of sets you up with this pattern of, like, his shoes are turning these different colors, and at the end, they turn white again. The problem isn't the color anymore. It's a different thing. You weren't even thinking about it until it happened. That's a good point, Bobby. What a good observation. Thank you. Uh, that's it. That's it for the moral. All right, it's time to talk about where this book takes place. Yep. I think I know. I have... Let me go through the clues that I think are important. All right. Um, number one, Pete is walking down a sidewalk pretty much throughout the whole story. More yep. or less. We see a sidewalk very often. Mm-hmm. Beginning at the end. Yeah. Okay, there's not a sidewalk. No, he farm. gets on... Yeah, there's a, a farm but, sort of thing. But there are sidewalks at some point. Yep. There are farms, which implies this area must be some type of suburb. Yeah. Right? Because if, ru- if it was rural, there wouldn't be sidewalks. If it was urban, there would be farms. Yeah. Um. So it's some type of suburbia. Um. The next clues are all the different things that he steps in. Okay. Which are, in this order, a large pile of strawberries. Uh, no, blueberries. Is it blueberries first? Blueberries first. It's strawberries first. Are you kidding me? Strawberries? Blueberries. Well, you could just... <laughs> that My my days <laughs> on this podcast, they've been great. I'm a, I'm a hack. This is the time. I'm the done for. Cut me off. I'm I'm over. I'm canceled. It's pretty. <laughs> it's very rare that I'm right and Bobby's wrong. So I can't I'm believe it. About it. I was so sure blueberries were first. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to you. It's okay, Chris. I'm sorry to the listeners. I'm sorry to James Dean and Eric Lewin. I'm sorry to Pete. <laughs> uh, I mean, you should be my sorry. Future kids. Um, if I have any, I don't know. Again, why I'd, optimistic. I don't know why I'd have any at this point. 
Um, um all right. So to stop you from spiraling to America. Further, <laughs> um after the strawberries and the blueberries, he steps in a large puddle of mud. Not the band. Everything's so blurry. And then after the large puddle of mud, he steps in a bucket of water. And those are all the things that he steps in. So, the, the, the key ones there. Well, they're all pretty key. Maybe the water. Notwithstanding. Sure, water and mud are in most places. Right. Strawberries and blueberries in that right. large of a quantity, right. though. Right. So strawberries, blueberries, mud, suburban. Okay. Farm. Farm. Now you're just sort of saying words. Well, you put all those things together, you know what you get? Um, some kind of disgusting pie. No. Okay, what? You get South Jersey. South Jersey. You know what? Represent. I'm from South Jersey. Pete the Cat is certainly from South Jersey. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind. <gasps> what do you mean? Because he's awesome? Why are you so, Why are you getting defensive? I'm... Why do you assume that things about South Jersey are bad? I don't. I happen to like South Jersey, Chris. I don't know what you have against South Jersey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You just hissing me? It was the appropriate Yeah, the Jersey reaction. Devil over here. You don't even know who the Jersey Devil is. A fake thing. No. <laughs> All right. No. Okay. Anyway, New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. Definitely. Mm. One of the few places you can get farms and sidewalks. Yeah. And then strawberries and blueberries are pretty common. Blueberries more so than strawberries. I think there are plenty of places that have farms and sidewalks, but I'll take it. Yeah, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I'm just going by what I know. Okay. Um, and there's lots of mud. There's a good amount of mud in New Jersey. That's true. So, yeah. Unless you have any other ideas. No, no, it's all good. I'm not going to challenge you on it. It is all good. <laughs> um all right all right nonsense time yeah let's get right on the nonsense now all right uh number one yep cats don't wear shoes oh, so true so true they don't sing they don't wear shoes nope now we've always said that no 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 this is different I know what you're going to say. We've always said that we're going to let animals talk and stuff. This is different. Yeah, that's true. On the last page of the book, mm-hmm. he is kind of relaxing on the couch. Right. You know, he's he's a, like a house cat. That's true. This whole story, and maybe I'm... He, he's, he walks on four legs. Like, I see this as a cat in a human world. Look, this bucket is is a human sized bucket. He's playing guitar, Bobby. He's playing banjo. <laughs> he does play guitar earlier. Though. My bad. He's playing banjo. He drinks he's coffee. He's drinking coffee. Also, sometimes he's wearing two shoes. Sometimes he's wearing four. Yeah. And I think that's really a bigger because, like, does he sing? Look, well, he, it, it, it says all specifically, his... he kept walking along and singing his song. Okay, but can you go back to the page before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
all of his stuff that he says, they're, spe- they're like thought bubbles. Sort of That's implying true. he can't speak. So maybe he's singing in his head, or maybe he's meowing, and it just... This is the translation of what he's saying. Right, but if we're talking about, you know, English grammar, it's in quotations. Right? I mean, that's a pretty, like, there aren't, there isn't a gray area about how quotations are used in text. You know? That means he said this audibly. I, I agree, but it could be a translation. What do you mean? Like, if we... Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a not polarizing example, but really I don't want to, so I'm just going to say the Bible. Okay, okay go ahead. Yeah, if you read the Bible, it quotes people, but if you read it in English, it's going to have those quotes in English, and they're still quotes, and it's still saying they said this. It's not saying this is the translation of what this person said. Oh, yeah, you know? I understand what you're saying. So I, th- I think so it could we be... could allow that. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. Mm-hmm. As long as that I love my blue shoes is what he's trying to get across. All right. Point so conceded. I think normal cat... I'll give you that. Why does this cat have shoes? Why does this cat have access to instruments and all this other stuff? Why is this cat allowed to drink coffee? Where's the owner? Yeah. The cat gets back home nice and safe. Yeah, so... Shoes. Cats don't wear shoes. And I'm pretty sure that if you own a cat, they don't like shoes being put on them. Sometimes you see dogs with little booties on, and it's cute. But even dogs don't like them too much. Mm -hmm. However, that doesn't mean you couldn't make a cat wear shoes. Right. Right? Maybe he's an unusual cat that likes wearing shoes and got some special cat shoes. Yeah, I think right. it's reasonable to believe there's at least one cat here who likes to wear shoes. Yeah. One cat on this planet. I agree. I agree. That's lovely Pete. So, like, that's mini nonsense. That's not so bad. However. How does cat get in shoes? The owner. Owner probably. puts shoes on the cat. Cat likes them and is walking around in them. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. Done. Walking around makes sense, too. A lot of cats are outside cats, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in New Jersey, I have a lot of friends whose cats were like that. Yeah. Cat stumbles along a guitar, starts playing it. Yeah, so, what? How does a cat play a guitar, or a banjo, for that matter? Okay, so we don't hear the sound of the guitar being played. <clears throat> so yeah, that's true. It doesn't mean the cat knows what he's doing. But he's standing upright. You know, he's standing... Is he? Wait, wait, go back. Maybe this is a bird's eye view. He's lying down flat on his back. Okay, that's possible for the guitar. Let's look at the banjo. Alright. Got an umbrella that we're going to have to figure out the umbrella. Mm-hmm. And a coffee. And a coffee. Banjo could be the same story. Banjo though. could be the same. So laying on his back with a banjo and a guitar. How did he, he? He found these sort of just in the road, I guess. Yeah, and I there's mean, Jersey. There's lots of failed music careers. People just sort of throwing yeah. stuff outside. Yeah, that's no, true. No, are there laws? Do they have laws in New Jersey. Outside or in New Jersey? In, Jer- in New Jersey, there are laws. Okay, I didn't. Some. You know, I just asked. I just wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, there are some. I didn't want to assume, you know, 
I don't know, drive inside the lines. Mm. It's a tough one in PA, I'll tell you that. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna what are you I bet you're gonna edit out the space in between when you started thinking about that joke and when you finally got it out of your mouth. Well played, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I can just edit you out. You could. I think it'd be better if you edited out the space like very, like so abruptly and then left me saying it afterwards. I think that's what I'm gonna do. But you'd have to edit out the part that I just said. Now. Maybe not. Maybe not. I get to choose. Yeah, you're the, you're the boss. You can just try to stitch together me saying some really dumb stuff and put it in wherever you want. Just says says like something totally anarchist. <laughs> put it on the internet. Cool. I think Pete Cat is dumb. <laughs> I didn't say dumb now. Yeah. You don't have to edit it together. I just said it. I don't right. know why I didn't include all of the words that belong to that sentence. <laughs> Let's get rid of this nonsense. <laughs> coffee. What's up with that? Yeah. Um. So when he's holding the coffee, he's standing up <laughs> like, like a human holding the coffee out with one hand. That is not possible. Cats can't do that. Here's here's a few things I noticed about this picture. Mm -hmm. The shoes are not even really on his feet. Here's what, yeah, well, here's what I think is going on. Okay? Okay. Follow me here. Following? A, important to note, the coffee is steaming. It was just made. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's A. B, like you said, the shoes don't appear to be on. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's weird. Second, before, wasn't Pete wearing four shoes? Yes. Okay. Third, what's up with Pete's arm? Why is it just kind of jutting out of him like a cactus point? Yeah. And, and not you, like an arm at all. If you follow the line of his other arm, the shoulder is much higher yep. than the shoulder of the arm that's jutting out. Absolutely. So what? guess what I think? What? This isn't Pete the Cat at all. Is it? What is it? Some sort of Pete the Cat mannequin? Something, Statue? Something we are to believe is Pete the Cat. And they try to make us believe it by putting the shoes in front of the cat as if it was wearing it. But there's actually no feet there. It's just a solid bottom base. Mm -hmm. And That's what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. And they put the coffee there. It's it's all for show. I don't know exactly what's going on yet. So it could be a statue, a, a statue, mannequin. A mannequin, yeah. A something like that. Why? Here, let's look at some of the other pictures. And then four shoes again. So this is the real Pete. This is the real Pete. That's how we tell the difference. Real Pete's wearing four shoes. Fake Pete. See? Fake Pete's playing that uh banjo there. Oh yeah. It's just sort of like a uh, like a mo like a molded like a like a pipe cleaner model. Just kinda like put into a certain position and the picture's taken. Okay. I can get down with that. And I think we have real Pete at the end with all the shoes. Yeah, and the before. shoes are off right there. So why is that fake Pete on top of the car? Um, it's hard to say because the other shoes could be hidden behind. Yeah, that's true. So that could be real Pete. And that's Mr. Eric's car. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what? What is going on with fake Pete? Oh, you know what I just thought of. What? The illustrator of this book is James Dean. Yeah. And Pete the Cat is modeled after his cat. Right. And he put Mr. Eric as the car. Yeah. You know? Like, he could have put his own name, but he put Mr. Eric. It's so sweet. That, right. That is really sweet. Yeah. So generous. Anyway, let's, con let's continue. <laughs> Sorry to derail for a yeah, second Yeah, no, that's there. okay. I wonder if... Uh... 
I wonder if the fake Pete's are just Eric Littman. Oh. In a cat costume? Yeah. Yeah, they and do. Also, so, and also the one with the umbrella. Yeah, and the arms the same way. Yep. They do have a guitar and a banjo. Mm-hmm. Which, you see a guitar in, in mm-hmm. Mr. Eric's car. And Mr. Eric plays guitar. I bet he plays banjo, too. I bet. He's multi-talented. That's what it says on his website. Do you think Mr. Eric wanted Pete the Cat to sort of tell this story about how everything's good? Mm Mm-hmm. But the real Pete the Cat didn't feel that way. So Mr. Eric had to take matters in his own hands. Yeah. And sort of behind the scenes make things seem like they're a certain way when they're not. Yep. I think that's exactly what happened. That's a hundred percent what happened. And it's like it's like you shoot a movie and you go back and you look at the footage and you're like, can't use this part. Yeah, gotta cut this scene, but that changes the whole thing, so I gotta recut some stuff to make the plot totally different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you have the good takes with Pete the Cat, all four shoes, doing cat stuff, and then you know Bizarro beat the cat, i.e. Mr. Eric in a costume. Disgusting. Can we go can we go to the picture of Pete in the blueberries? Uh yes, we can. It's after the strawberries. It's after remember. the strawberries, probably. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, let's look at Pete's face. What's his sort of demeanor say to you? I would say nonplussed. Nonplussed. It's very deadpan, very bored. Yeah. He doesn't look happy. Yeah, he never really does. Right. Even though he has this very happy message. But that message is all being scripted by Eric Littman anyway. Yeah. So Pete the Cat probably doesn't believe any of this stuff in these books. And you know what I think's going on? What? So another piece of nonsense we didn't even get to address yet is there's these huge mountains of strawberries and blueberries. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, how how high must those things be? They're just I mean, enormous. Well, let's look at it proportionally. If he's a cat and he's... How high up is a cat? Like, one and a half feet, maybe? maybe? Sure, sure. Like one uh, and a half feet. That's for the, like the scale we're talking about, that's three. a fine estimation. So these are like six foot tall mountains of strawberries and, and blueberries? This, uh, even more. The strawberries are getting bigger as you get down. So we're seeing it. Oh my it. gosh, it looks like. Yeah, we're seeing it from an ones. angle. I mean, this this is probably a, a twenty to thirty oh, foot high yeah, strawberry up. mountain. Yeah. Smart. I wouldn't have even noticed. That. So here's here's the thing. Wait, stay on that page. Stay on that page. Look, in front of Pete. There's another character. The bird. The bird's been around the whole the time. The bird. Okay, now go to the blueberry page. Which is like the next time we see the real Pete, who's there. Mm-hmm. The bird. The bird. Always just in front of Pete. This is... He's never there with fake Pete. Oh, wait, no, he is. No, no, that's fake bird. Look at that bird. Fake bird? Fake bird. So this is... Okay. Mr. So we're at the Eric's page with the umbrella. Where... Sort of bait to get Pete to follow the trail that he put out these giant mounds of blueberries and strawberries. Oh, okay. For this so, weird story you wanted to tell. Is he making a movie? Is he... Ooh, maybe it's a it's a performance that he's doing. For, like, 
bunch of kids or something. Oh. This is getting really meta. And he's and he's yeah, and he's training the cats. He's just try he tried to train this cat to do this performance for these kids. Right. Like maybe someone's birthday party and the person at the birthday party's like, Oh, I just love cats. Mm-hmm. Maybe even I love Pete the Cat. And I want, because this isn't the first, this isn't Pete the Cat's first no. rodeo. No, definitely not. So maybe he's like, maybe the kid's like, I love Pete the Cat. I want Pete the Cat to come to my birthday party, and I want you to do music with Pete the Cat. And then Mr. Eric's like, well, what am I going to do? This cat can't sing. It's a cat. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to get this fake cat. I'm going to have to dress up like this whole thing Yeah. to make this song happen. Right. So the bird, there's the real bird that's there with the real Pete. Yeah. But then when they go away, he needs the fake bird to stay with him. Yeah. He's got his own little bird. It could be just like a stuffed little thing or a toy. Yeah. Um, oh, that makes so much sense. Do you think it's a successful birthday party? Um, let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going and see if we get anything like that. Let's see. We got coffee. Coffee. Steps in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Cat's all wet. There's a banjo. Yep, rock and roll. I love my wet shoes. Now he's walking with the wet shoes. Oh, look. The party is at that farmhouse yeah. that he's walking by. Yeah. There's the party. And there's a little van here with... Which, maybe... which is Mr. Eric's... Well, we saw Mr. Eric's car earlier. It was a little different. That's his car. Yeah. Okay, so this van is what? Party goers? Party, yeah. I would imagine. Something. Yeah, and there's the party, there's the party house again. Um, and the moral is, no matter what you step in, just keep walking along and singing your song. And then he's back home. And look, he's so tired. He's like, I don't want to wear these shoes. Yeah. That's the thing. Around. He didn't want to wear shoes the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Flip the whole story flip, upside down. Flip the script. Oh my gosh. There you have it. Do we, do, what, is that, I mean, what do we got? Is that it? Do you feel I like think we so. nailed it down? I think so. Yeah, me too. I got something to say. Whoops. Threw the book down in frustration. Yeah. Oh, bad book. Go ahead. Say what you, say well, what got, you need to say. Got, it's the moral. The moral. The new moral? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Eric Litwin's a liar. Eric Litwin's a liar. <laughs> He's a complete liar. Mm -hmm. To us and well, to Pete the Cat. Yeah. So that's that's a moral. Sure. So it's, it's a little harsh, I think. It's true. It might be true. I'm having very strong feelings right now. It may be true. Here's here's my moral. Okay, and this is gonna be a controversial one. I apologize in advance. But I do think this is the real moral that the author was trying to tell us. Sometimes you have to bend the truth if you want to stop the show. If you want to show stop. If you want if you want the kids to have the best possible time they can, you gotta do a little theater magic. Yeah, I can confirm that that, that that's true. Mm hmm It is true. Most... Maybe, maybe the story is sort of like a commentary on what's it worth? What is a good show worth? Is it worth your integrity? Is it worth your integrity, A? Is it worth putting this cat to this? It's And it's a mild inconvenience for the cat, sure. Right. But, yeah, it's not that but big Pete deal. didn't ask 
for this. No. So in this way, Pete the Cat is a lot like Whiplash. What's it worth? That's a great comparison, Bobby. Thank you. I'm glad that we finally got Whiplash into the show. Is this the first time? <laughs> I think I may have mentioned Whiplash in a previous you episode. You may have. Thanks for listening to the sultry sounds of No Nonsense Storytime. I'm Chris Panico. And I'm Robert Hoffman. Join us next week as we embark on our journey to learn about Chicka Chicka Boom Boom by Bill Martin Jr. and John Archibald. Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. Will there be enough room? Find out next. on the next episode, episode of No, no Nonsense, Nonsense Storytime. Story um, also feel free to email us email email us send us emails no nonsense storytime at gmail.com check us out on the facebook and all the other podcast places yep and we'll see you soon see you